Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're going to want to stick around because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill. I'm going to give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful, no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful Podcast. So this is a really special episode and a special time for me because you might actually be watching this on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube and you've come from another video, yes, this is also a podcast episode. I have a podcast called The Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, yes, I now have a YouTube channel where this podcast will go. So I've had a YouTube channel for a really long time, but I used it just for fun. I post some family stuff. And three years ago, I posted a video of an experience I had gaining extreme amount of weight through a medication because of my Crohn's disease. A lot of you have asked me over and over to give a recap or to give an update from that video that I recorded three years ago. And that is what I'm going to do. So if you're listening on the podcast and you're, you're a regular podcast listener, I love you. I appreciate you. And I am someone who loves to watch podcasts on YouTube. It's like my favorite thing. I like to just relax at the end of the evening and watch a podcast on YouTube. So I figured I would create that for you guys too. Again, I'm sick and successful, so it might not be every week, but I'm going to do my best. You do get a podcast episode every week. There is over 70 podcasts that you can listen to, and I'm going to do my best. Even if I do an interview with a guest, we're going to have it up on the YouTube channel. So that link will be in the show notes below. And for those of you watching on YouTube, the link to the podcast will be uh, down below. You can also just search the Sick and Successful podcast anywhere, Apple, Spotify, Google, all of that good stuff. And you can find the podcast and listen to the last 70 or so episodes. So let's get into it. I'm going to give you a little bit of recap if you didn't see the last video. If you didn't, feel free to go watch it. It was three years ago. I was a whole different human. I was a whole different human. I had bleach blonde hair. The only thing that was the same was I was in this room. I now have clocks behind me because I need to know different time zones for my business. But I wanted to give you an update on where we are at. So I, three years ago, approximately, I believe it was a little bit more than that, four years ago, I think, the timelines are a little blurry. I was in the hospital for two weeks for my Crohn's disease. I have a chronic illness, had it since 2007. I was around 18. I am now 33. So for two weeks, I was in the hospital, and then I had really no other choice than to go on to a biologic medication. I had been putting it off for a really long time, but at this point, it was my only option. Within the first month, I gained 10 pounds, and then quickly, my weight, my weight skyrocketed after. At that time, I was also obsessed with fitness. I was just getting into learning to be a personal trainer. I was going to the gym all the time. I had gotten to a place with my body for the first time in my life that I felt so comfortable. I was around 150, 160, and I had been that way for a few years. I worked out. I ate healthy. I cared, and I felt like myself because I was always an overweight child, and I was always uncomfortable in my body. And for the first time, In my whole life, I felt comfortable, I felt hot, I felt sexy, I felt confident. And then I went on this medication and it spiraled me. 
It honestly spiraled me. I went into, I gained an eating disorder because all I, I tracked to the gram every single piece of food that went into my body. To the gram. Every food, everything. I went on a really strict keto diet. I was going to the gym twice a week and doctors were telling me it wasn't the medication. It was just me. I have a doctor, thank goodness, that I can re- that I really respect and that really listened and knew that it wasn't just me. And so he was looking into it, but I decided to take things into my own hands and I researched the bejeebers out of what was happening. And that is why I created the YouTube video I did three years ago. Because at that point, I had found endless amounts of studies and facts that this was a side effect of Humira, which was the biologic medication I was on at the time. It is also a side effect of some other biologic medications. So I cannot recall exactly how long I was on Humira, but at a certain point, I decided to take things into my own hands. My doctor and I tried Stelera, a different biologic medication. I think I gained 20 pounds in that first month of trying Stelera, and I decided that's it. I went really strict keto. I mean, like, really, really strict. I did not eat a grain of sugar for over a year. And the positive of that was I was able to put myself into remission, but I still wasn't able to bring my weight back down to where I felt comfortable in a 160. So I began around the 150, 160 range pounds, and I got up to, I think the most was 215 pounds approximately. So I was able to stop the weight gain because when I was on the biologic medication, I was gaining weight week after week after week, no matter how hard I ate, no matter how hard I worked out. I, I spent so much money on trainers and on health coaches and becoming a personal trainer and becoming a holistic health coach. It's actually how I got into my entrepreneurial journey is learning all of this stuff for myself and then helping other women with Crohn's take care of their body and eat healthy, all while just continuously gaining weight. So I knew at my I was doing the best I could for myself nutrition-wise, but the weight skyrocketed and skyrocketed. So I created a Facebook community, which is still open. The The link will be down below. You can join more than welcome. But I created the community to post all of the scientific evidence that I found while searching for nights on end that prove that this is a side effect of a biologic medication. And it made me feel less alone, but it didn't stop what was happening. And making that video truly made me feel a little bit better. It made me feel, because to this day, I still get messages like, thank you so much for recording this. I'm not alone. Because as a woman, as someone who has been struggling for years with my image, with my body weight, with how I felt, to finally feel okay and then it be ripped away from me but from a medication was just just the most heartbreaking thing I, I had dealt with at that point. I, I couldn't do anything else. I would have breakdowns at the gym, breakdowns in the car. I didn't believe my husband when he would tell me I was beautiful. I just felt like my life was taken away. And I know that sounds dramatic, but I have always struggled with body image. So for this to happen so quickly and with no control, it's not like I just started binge eating and I gained weight and I knew why. It was happening without me knowing what happened. So I really took my health and fitness into my hands. Eventually, I slowly came off keto and started eating just healthy, tracking what I was eating, and my weight didn't continue to go up, but it stayed at that 200, 210 rate. So I was able to get it down a few pounds, and it stayed there for a really long time. I then went to uh, San Diego and became a breathwork facilitator. I traveled, and I was still working in corporate while doing my side hustle of health and fitness coaching for women with Crohn's disease specifically. And then in December of 2019, right before the world shut down, I got pregnant. 
And I think that's not, well, I don't think that is the biggest blessing in my whole entire life for so many different reasons. My daughter is an absolute angel and she's turning two in July, but I got pregnant and the health and fitness went out the window my first trimester. I couldn't do anything else other than work my day job. My day job, my corporate job, I was also in charge of selling safety supplies, chemicals, cleaning chemicals, hand sanitizers, gloves, things like that right at the beginning of 2020. So you know what that means. Essentially, for for my province, as well as the province beside me and the province beside me on both sides, so for Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Thunder Bay, I was in charge of all of that. My days were 12-hour days. I didn't get up from my computer. My husband had gotten laid off at the same time, which was a blessing because he was here like making sure I ate while I was pregnant, sitting at my desk working. So my side hustle, the fitness stuff, all of that went to a screeching halt. And I was pregnant and I could not eat meat or healthy foods for the life of me. With my pregnancy, I could not eat healthy stuff. Like I was going to vomit at the sight of vegetables and meat, which was all I was eating for the last however many years. So I just let go. And I was like, okay, it is what it is. I'm going to eat the best I can. I'm going to take my vitamins. And I ate a lot of fast food and frozen food and whatever I could get into my stomach so that I could eat without feeling nauseous. And over the pregnancy, it kind of really healed my eating disorder. It healed my obsession. I, I gave up control of having any control. And what was interesting is I never weighed myself throughout the whole pregnancy. So I, with the weight gain, I went almost two years or however long it was weighing myself every single day, just being obsessed with every single gram that that scale would show. I, it would, it would, it was my value. If the weight went up, I felt miserable, like I was a horrible human. And if it went down, I felt like I was just the best. And it really dictated how I felt those days. And so anyways, with the pregnancy, I was able to let go of all that and to just feel better. And I had my most, I had my daughter, my just oh, my sunshine, the sweetest, most beautifulest, most perfect daughter in the whole world. If you guys are interested in knowing the labor story, I'd love to tell you because I was so excited to give birth and it was such a cool experience. But anyways, after that, I was able to just let go. And I struggled with breastfeeding and that was really important to me. So I breastfed for four months while pumping, while formula feeding, and then taking care of a brand new daughter. I really struggled with postpartum anxiety. I still do. She's turning two in July and postpartum anxiety is still a real part of my day-to-day -day life. But the Crohn's kind of stopped. Well, I was in remission already when pregnant, but then it, it didn't come back. I was even better during pregnancy. And then after giving birth, I started seeing some symptoms of my Crohn's come back. But my eating disorder, all of that was under control. I was now able to eat healthier. I ate, you know, a lot of oatmeal to try to get my milk up and I was eating well. I wasn't obsessing over food. But as my daughter got older and as I started working and started my own business and, you know, adding more stressors to my life, my Crohn's symptoms escalated quite quickly. And I had a colonoscopy in, I believe, June of 2021, which is about a year ago now and it didn't come back well. In Canada, they don't put you to sleep during colonoscopies, and even to add to that, I don't get drowsy, so I'm awake during most of the colonoscopy. I know that sounds horrible. And I remember the doctor saying, oh no, and I saw it on the screen, and he's like, I, I think you have cancer. And he, I, I think he said that actually outside of the, I'm pretty sure he said that outside of the colonoscopy, but I know in the, in the colonoscopy, in the like surgical room, I knew something was really wrong. 
And then outside when, when after everything was done, he told me like, we're going to send you for testing, but I think you have cancer. And that was terrifying to know that like, I've been okay for so long and now symptoms are just coming back. So what it was is I have an area where I have a lot of scar tissue and inflammation all over. So my, my Crohn's is still active. So we had the conversation of, do we do surgery? Which in that case, the surgeon won't just take out that piece. They just don't want to here in Canada, I guess. Although I've tried to fight for the piece that's affected the most of my intestines to be removed. They want to take it all out. They want to give me an ostomy bag. If I'm using the wrong terms, I'm sorry. I'm just doing my best. I'm just a regular person with a chronic illness. But I would have to have a colostomy bag. And it's just it, I was ready to start the process with the surgeons. But my doctor wanted me to try Intibio. And so January 1st, I tried Intibio. At this point, I had already lost a lot of weight postpartum, like post giving birth to my daughter. I was going back and I looked really good. I was feeling really good. I felt like myself again. My weight was down to 170, I think, approximately. And in December of 2021, December of 2021 is when we decided, okay, it's in tibio time. So it was a long time from the colonoscopy. That's what happens in Canada. A lot of doctor's appointments, a lot of decisions. In December of 2021, uh, with insurance and everything, we decided, okay, I'm starting in tibio in the beginning of January. So again, I was around 170, maybe a little bit more, like 171-ish pounds. And I started in tibio January 5th, approximately, of 2022. Like two weeks later, I noticed I was starting to gain weight. And I was so worried about this weight gain because I didn't want everything to happen again. I had finally felt better. At 170, I was like, hallelujah, I can wear the clothes I want to wear. I feel confident. I feel comfortable in my body. I don't look in the mirror and hate what I see. And then I started in Tibio and I started gaining weight. Now here is a little caveat. I also got pregnant at the exact same time, days after starting in Tibio without knowing. My husband and I tried for a really long time to have my daughter, and we thought it was going to take a really long time to have a second baby. It didn't. It, it, after one try, we were we got pregnant. And I didn't know for about six weeks. So I had the loading doses of Intibio, which is, I believe, four within a week. I cannot remember. Don't Do not quote me, but maybe it was two weeks. It was like a lot of doses, four doses, I believe, or two doses, a lot of medication in a really short period of time. Now I'm on Intibio every eight weeks. But I was saying to my doctor, okay, I, I am gaining weight. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then shortly after I found out that I was pregnant around the eight week mark, nine week mark, quite far because I wasn't, I didn't see the signs. I thought it was the medication because I started them both at, or I started the medication right when I got pregnant. So I found out quite late. And so I was like, okay, maybe it's not the medication then. Maybe I'm just pregnant. And I looked and the scale hadn't gone up too much. It was just a little bit. So I was like, okay, I think I'm okay. I think the medication's making me feel better. I'm not going to the bathroom as much. Like, we'll see how this goes. I was really nervous about being on Intibio while pregnant. I was so nervous about having started it at the exact same time of conceiving. And unfortunately, I lost the baby at 12 weeks. If you want to hear more about that, there is a podcast episode where I talk about it a little bit, um, but it's just something really close to my heart that I, I don't want to get into fully, but I did lose the baby at 12 weeks. That was at the beginning of, or the mid-March. It's now June, June 13th to be specific, while I'm recording this video, and I have unfortunately realized that I am gaining a significant amount of weight from Intibio. 
The difference is I don't step on the scale. But I am going to insert a, a picture here from December of 2021. So when I started in Tibio, a few weeks prior to starting in Tibio, and then I'm going to stand up, which I don't want to do, uh, on the on YouTube, and I am going to show you what my stomach looks like now. So I've actually been asked twice in two days if I'm pregnant, and I'm not, and I should have replied that no, I just lost a baby. So people, if you're watching this or listening, please never ask someone if they're pregnant. But it has triggered my eating disorder, my obsessive thoughts, everything again, and I feel like I am in deja vu once again. So if you are dealing with this, and wondering if it's the specific medication, you can go on another one. I'm here to say, I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter which medication when it comes to biologics. What happens is it affects our hormones. And that is why I'm not a scientist. I'm just telling you what happened to me and from the, the, the research I did. But because I was pregnant, finally, my body was able to reset. My hormones reset and I was able to lose the weight, get back to my set point, my set point around 170 where my body feels comfortable. And now here I am again, going through it again, and I know that it's damaging my body. And so I have this decision on, do I stop a medication that is damaging my metabolism or my hormones or whatever inside of me that it's damaging? Or yeah, like, do I stop it because of that? But then on the other hand, I have these scar tissue, I have all this inflammation on the inside of my body that will probably cause cancer if not taken care of. So I'm in this predicament where I don't even, I I'm just so frustrated. That is kind of my unfortunate update is it didn't go away no matter how long I stayed on Humira. It continued going up and up and up and up and up. And now on Antivio, the same thing is happening. And I am weighing myself every time, every eight weeks I go for my Antivio infusion. And the last time the weight had increased about, I think, 10 pounds. But again, that was right after my miscarriage. And I think because I was pregnant, I wasn't gaining weight as quickly because now March, April, May, June, now four months prior to or past my miscarriage, I've gained significantly more weight than even the 12 weeks of pregnancy. So I now look like I am mid-pregnancy where I'm not. And so the weight gain is skyrocketing after being pregnant because again, the hormones in my body from pregnancy are no longer there and I am just dealing with the side effect from the medication which obviously really upsets me. If you want more information feel free to watch my last video. I'll try to put some links uh, in the show notes as well as in YouTube in YouTube's notes where you can look at stud studies and bring them to your doctor and have that conversation. I wish I could tell you what works to make this not happen. If you are someone that has gained weight from a, a biologic medication and you know what to do, please, the comment section, please, the comment section on YouTube is wide open. If you're on the podcast and hearing this, head on over to YouTube and let us know what works for you because I am at a loss. I'm only recording this to tell my story. And I will continue to update you guys and let you know how what I decide to do going forward. And obviously, I'm doing this all with the knowledge of my doctor. Don't worry. He's completely aware. It just feels so defeating, to be honest. And yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at. So if you've enjoyed this YouTube video, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you go follow me on Instagram. It's at for the success, F-O-R period T-H-E period S-U-C-C-E-S-S. -S. 
and I would love to see you over there. And if you're watching on YouTube, check out the podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, check us out on YouTube. And I can't wait for some more cool guests and just for this community to evolve. We have big plans and I appreciate you. I love you. And if you've dealt with anything like this, I am so sorry. My heart goes out to you. Remember, dream big. It's possible for you. And the next version of success is around the corner. 